Round one was over. <laughs> Parents won. Kids sipped. I only hope that we never lose sight of one thing. That we all started by a mouse. Did we just become best friends? Yep. Gentlemen, start your engines. Bunch of madness around here. Hello, DDP today, and welcome to a show that is a little about us, a lot about Disney, and fun for the whole family. I'm Aussie Dave, and I am very excited because today I am joined by not four, not three. Not two, and not even one of the other main co-hosts of this channel. That's right. They just threw me in a room on my own and said, do something. No, that's not true. Uh, I have an incredible guest presenter because um, she is somebody who we are very familiar with here at DDP today. And she takes care of a very special branch of, uh, of what we do. And with that in mind, it's been a big week for the Disney company with lots of announcements happening. And there was surely going to be a news episode about it anyway. And we said, why don't we just do it together? So this week's episode involves a little bit of news. And if we're talking news with DDP today, we cannot do it without our incredible host, Kat. Thanks for joining me, Kat. Hi, Dave. I'm so excited to join you. Sad that none of the other hosts could be here, but you know what? I think it's fitting because last year we did, you and I did the recap for D23 out in California. So mm. why not just, just keep the tradition going and it's That's you and me right. for the recap of Destination 23 this year. That's right. Yeah. D23 uh, happens every two years officially, but then they do this weird little thing in the middle where they take it elsewhere. And uh, traditionally it's like usually overseas, correct? Yeah, yeah. I think usually it's either in like um, Japan or maybe Shanghai, uh, but and it's usually a lot smaller and not a lot of announcements come out of it. So this weekend was very exciting and I can't wait to talk about all of the announcements. We will indeed. And we'll get to that in a few moments. I haven't actually seen you in ages. How are you? I'm great. You know, um, I, I don't know if you know this, but I made the announcement on uh, uh, on the DDP Today Facebook group after our uh, Disneyland trip, but I am expecting a third. Um, have not I did see that. Have not officially found out the gender. We don't find out for okay. a couple of weeks, but I'm in my second trimester, so feeling Yay. great, feeling good. And um, you know, the well, Sophia, who's five, is super excited, and Amelia, who's almost two, has no clue. <laughs> yes, that's that, and that's quite okay as well. But yes, I'm sure your older one is very pumped to be a big sister again. Yes, she is. Well, congratulations. Um, are we, we'll, we'll take the, the, um, the parental aspect for just a moment. Are we through with the nausea and morning sickness and things like that? Or is that yeah. still sticking around? Nope. I, I'm all good for that. The, the only thing that's still sticking around is kind of like the fatigue. Um, Ooh. but it, it comes and goes and like, most days I'm good, but yesterday I did nothing. And then I still took a nap. So <laughs> You know, <laughs> you are, you are quite allowed to do that. You are indeed quite allowed to do that. Well, yes, we did have some, uh, scheduling conflicts, um, 
uh, just uh, people not being available, work, life, all of those sorts of things. Um, but we did want to make sure we brought you an episode because it's actually a really cr- crazy week for DDP today as well. Um, Justin isn't here because Justin is about to jump in a car and drive down because the um, uh, Universal Unleashed Nights of Fear. Now, if you are only tune into certain aspects of what we do here at DDP today, you may not be particularly uh, aware, but uh, Justin and Dan primarily primarily deliver some uh, universal updates occasionally. Uh, and last year they put together Nights of Fear uh, as an opportunity. And I think we wound up with like, I don't know, eight or so uh, people who were going to be here uh, that wanted to join in. And this year I think we have like 20. Wow. Yeah. So it's going to be a really fun weekend. Um, it will also be the first time that we have all five main hosts of the show in one location since Dan joined as our fifth host. Well, that is awesome. I was just about to ask if you were planning on going. I will be there. I will be there. We're doing uh, some uh, some Halloween Horror Nights and some Hallow Scream at SeaWorld as well. So uh, a little bit of some uh, spookiness going on there. Um, and we're going to have a whole lot of fun and there will be some... Uh, beverages and shenanigans no doubt so yeah very much looking forward to it uh all the boys are going to be here and um we're super pumped for that but i am excited uh to get in and discuss uh ddp today's recap of d23 with you uh sorry destination 23 but it's all one and the same let's be honest (laughs) um and so Today, there was actually the uh, some announcements about the studio stuff, and we're not going to dwell on that too much um, because we primarily deal with parks. It's uh, the main focus of what we do. There also wasn't much news generally from the parks, uh, from the studio today, was there? I don't think so. So that nothing very, so I've been like on Twitter, um, on the DDP today, t- Twitter. Um, if you want to follow us, it is, um, at Disney podcast, uh, on Twitter. And it's still follow you. What sort of a thing is that? If you don't follow it, right. I need you to pause right now, jump out of the podcast app, whatever you're listening to us in. I need you to go to Twitter. Sorry. Oh yeah, I'm um, still yeah. really I'm still yeah, new we to, still all call to it. That. No. So <laughs> um go to X. It's that weird icon that changed on your phone recently. Uh what is it? Disney Podcast? Yes, it's at Just Disney, Disney Podcast. At Disney Podcast. You can't not follow that. Like the so uh, make sure that we are following uh, our Twitter account so that I'm sorry, you I'm updates. incorrect. This is oh, sorry, I told you I'm new. what it's, I just said. It's at podcast Disney. That's it. At, see, I also don't take care of our social media, so this is why. Uh, at Podcast Disney, um, and go and follow that right now on X. Very good. Excellent. So uh, we were following that um, on Twitter. And um, what, did, what did they have for the studios? Anything major? So um, one thing that's coming out is the new Disney animation studios. Um, it the the movie is called Wish. Don't not to be con- confused with the Disney Cruise Line, which ship. I will perpetually do. Yep. <laughs> but they announced yesterday, and we'll kind of talk about it. But um, 
the character Asha, the main character Asha, she will be a character meet and greet after the movie comes out. Um, and so we got the first look of her. Um, and then they also showed the first 10 minutes of the, or maybe not the first 10 minutes, but they showed 10 minutes of the movie um, to the panel in there. And from what I hear, it's very good. Um, the people heard two songs, which if you've watched the trailer and have heard the first song or like the part of the first song that they played, I think the soundtrack is going to be amazing. I think the soundtrack and the score, um, you know. If there's you- one thing that the Disney company and Disney studios have done well recently, it's been some amazing soundtracks and scores, some great partnerships with some uh, incredible musicians. Um, and it's really been a resurgence of that. If we look at Moana and Kanto, uh, Soul before that. Um, mm-hmm. There's been some amazing music utilized in our movie. So uh, hopefully, and yes, by all accounts, this is going to continue that tradition. Yeah, for sure. And the music is by um, Julia Michaels and Benjamin Rice, I believe, um, which Julia Michaels, she has had a couple of like pop hits. Yeah. Um, Benjamin Rice, I didn't recognize his name, but apparently he's a very good music producer. So I'm excited. And um, I, so I actually like when we suddenly decide to pick somebody who's that little bit more obscure and not the not the main one all the time. Don't get me wrong, we we've had some Lin Manuel and it's been fabulous and mm-hmm. he's a big he's a big name at the moment, but there's so many other talented people and musicians that we definitely need to be utilizing that the, the pool of talent and fostering yeah. the new ones coming through. So that's exciting. Absolutely. And then the other thing that came out um, that Dave and I, we were talking about this before we started recording, um, They there is a new short coming out called Once Upon a Studio, and it is pulling um, all the Disney animated movies from the past hundred years. Um, at least 40, um, 40 plus actors are return voice actors are returning um, and so I was on Twitter and I, I actually retweeted it and somebody said, so the 40 plus uh, actors, Richard Sherman playing piano in Walt's office. And um, there was something else that I can't remember, but I was reading that tweet and I was already tearing up. And so like, I just, I cannot wait to see this short. Uh, Let's blame and- it on baby hormones, but yes, you and I are not the oh, most absolutely emotionally not. <laughs> stable people uh, when it comes to things like this at normally. So, um, well, that's exciting. That is very exciting. However, two days ago, we had a parks panel, correct? Was it two? It Three? was, no, it was last, it was yesterday. Today was is it Sunday. Yesterday? It was only yesterday, we are it was recording Saturday, Saturday morning. Saturday. Oh, wow. Okay, yeah, a lot's <laughs> happened since then. Okay, yes. it's been busy. So, um, But we got um, a lot of announcements, mm-hmm. um, some very cool stuff being talked about. However, I'm going to preface this before we go into it. I said I had opinions, and here is my opinion out of the gate, is there's a lot of stuff being talked about. We had uh, some provisos placed on this uh these announcements are similar to what we got last year and so where they're saying these are some blue sky ideas that may change and some of the announcements and things they talked about uh this year have already changed a lot of the artwork has changed since last year and they're still not saying that any of this is concrete and set in stone was uh there are some things that were but i'm I'm talking 75% of what they were talking about. They were like, this is potentially coming and it might look like this. And this is something we're thinking about. And I was sitting there going, okay, but so what are we getting? So we know that there's stuff coming, 
but th- it was very non-committal. Okay, we will talk about what I think. So yes, but there's like one thing in particular that people are up in arms about, and I'm like, nothing was confirmed. Yep. Like nothing. We'll get to just that because, in just a second. Just because one thing's going away doesn't mean that they're gonna retheme this other thing too. So uh-huh. like, uh-huh. so I know we'll get to it. That are really excited. There are some people that are really disappointed about some of the announcements. So uh, let's jump into it and yes. let's take a look. Um, let's start with I uh, because the majority of what we do obviously focuses on the parks here in America. But we did get some great announcements about things happening uh, around the world at our theme parks because when we talk about Disney parks and resorts, we obviously don't just talk about uh, the ones that we're used to. And uh, some of our listeners, PDP uh, Today actually gets listened to in over 40 countries now. Um, so uh, we get international travelers that want to come and visit some of these international parks as well. Uh, so let's touch on them really quickly. Um and first up, uh, let's um, visit China. Uh, China has uh, some cool park additions that are taking place. Um, with Hong Kong, we got to see some in-depth artwork, and they talked quite at length about uh, this uh, Arendelle creation uh, from the the Frozen brand uh, that we're going to see over there. Thoughts? Uh, yeah, no, I think this is really great. And they showed some videos as well. So if you want to see um, the thing about Asia is I feel like they always do their lands so well themed. Not that they don't do the themed lands here, but I don't know. There's just like something about like, it's like the queue of uh, oh, what is Frozen Ever After exploded. It, it is correct. It is awesome. They have Elsa's Ice Palace. They have, and they have like the um, oh, what is it called when when it Force Perspective? Force perspective. Um, yep. They have the Force Perspective for everything. So it it's almost like stepping in new fan. It's like a combination of New Fantasyland and Magic Kingdom and the queue of Frozen Ever After. And so um, it's like the village, and you can see Elsa's Ice Palace from a distance. And but they also have the Arendelle Palace. Um, And they also said something about that the, um, the, the sisters fountain, I I think that's what it's called, um, will also be there. And Anna and Elsa will be meeting and greeting, of course, but still. Of course, of course. Um, And as we jump into this, and we start talking about uh, an Arendelle expansion uh, there at Hong Kong, um, we're going to start seeing a recurring theme because there are definitely some uh ip brands that are really being doubled down on um and um the success of frozen uh we know that frozen 3 as a movie is coming to round out round it out as a trilogy minimum um so um so it is something that they have heavily invested in uh and they're continuing to do as the disney company um so um Arendelle coming to hong kong but while we're in uh china uh there's another brand that is going to have a huge expansion uh at the the newest of all the disney theme parks uh that is the shanghai resort uh and they are getting a zootopia land and we actually got to see like um buildings that are completed like they um it's quite uh far along in its design and uh creation yes 
Yeah. So, um, I, so I don't, I don't remember this part, like seeing the videos, but I, there are some pictures posted online of it. Um, but Zootopia is blowing up as well. Um, you know, they, they, um, I think you and I have discussed that we both love Zootopia, correct? I do like it. I, so I, um, I I love Zootopia. I think it's I a think really it's important. Underrated, yes, but 100%. obviously it's not because it is popping up everywhere now. So like Shanghai, um, the I thing that I appreciate definitely driving that. Uh, yeah, that bus. They're they're promote because it wasn't it wasn't huge when it dropped. It was good. Yeah. Everybody was like, "Oh, that was really fun." Yeah. I loved it from the outset. I think it's a really important message, a really important theme. Um, are we getting a Zootopia two? Does that mean is that something I- we're talking about? I have not seen anything about that. Okay. Um, but that I wouldn't think surprise it's, me if we're now seeing this in a park. I kind of feel like um, it's similar to Wreck-It Ralph. So I felt like Wreck-It Ralph was a really underrated Disney movie. Yeah. And then we got a sequel to Wreck-It Ralph. And uh, yep. even though that um, still hasn't been like a huge commercial success, I still I still appreciate Wreck-It Ralph for the animation. And same with Zootopia. I really liked the, the yep. s- story. I liked the Easter eggs they put in there. I thought it was a very creative, you know, it's one of those things where Disney strived for a creative um storyline not a fairy tale like just an original idea and so i appreciate i appreciate that yeah i also like the song try everything it all leads back back to music for me (laughs) i'm also a big jason bateman fan so him as as um as the fox was i i loved that so yes um so yeah so um so a zootopia creation um very stylized in the design of the buildings. Mm-hmm. Um, so, um, and we'll see how that continues to play out and how that looks once people are able to walk through it and show us what's once happening again, on the other side of the world. It's the architecture there. Like, I just, I don't know. There's something about in Asia, they just have, I wouldn't say better architecture, but like, I feel like they risk more with their they do, they do. designs. Well, and there's one place in particular where we, we, I have always said, we see that more than anywhere else in the Disney company. And that's where the, uh, that's where we're headed to next on my list, because um, over at uh, Tokyo in Japan, uh, they have always had some of the most um, incredible uh, areas to walk through, um, immersive environments, their parades and uh, spectacles are just out of this world. And it went to a whole new level with Tokyo Sea. Um, and I loved that when they were announcing Tokyo Sea, I got this vibe that there was this huge expansion happening and they just couldn't decide what it was going to be themed after. So they went with everything. Uh, they are getting <laughs> a Rapunzel a pig pan and a frozen uh, expansion to Disney Tokyo Sea. Um, and so it'll be interesting to see how all of that ties in uh, over there. Yes. Um, looking at the concept art, it looks so cool, especially the Peter Pan area. Mm. Uh, like it kind of looks like as big as Galaxy Edge. And once again, this is concept. So like everything, so things can change. But this they, was one of the ones that they had the disclaimer on that they were like, yeah. this is our blue sky. We're just yeah. kind of talking about these ideas. Artist but, concept only. Right. Yeah. But they had but, the Pirates Lagoon, the Indian, um, yep. or I should say the Native American. Oh, what is it called? Like area, the Mermaid Lagoon, Skull Island or Skull Rock. Um, so pre- it's it's really cool. Yeah, it is. Um, and but yeah, so there was that uh disclaimer on this with the concept art element. Um, and but here's the thing: 
if there is one place where we're going to see an amazing creation that looks almost identical to a concept art because budget wasn't an issue. We've seen it time and time again over in Tokyo. So that mm-hmm. leaves a lot of excitement there. Uh, while we are international, there's one left, uh, that one other park that got an announcement and that was Disneyland Paris. Um, and they also got some concept art and a proposed area of another frozen themed land we're not told whether it's Arendelle per se which is what hong kong's is going to be but we know that they're getting frozen esque yeah <laughs> yeah i was gonna say i don't know yeah. if you've ever watched any of the like parades internationally but frozen seems to be a very popular one um like it's almost in every single parade that they put it which like i mean frozen's in almost every single parade at disneyland as or at disney world and disneyland as well yeah. um but it's still like one of those things where it's still like since the first one came out in uh 2013 right yeah about yes that. Yeah, 2013. And I mean, it's still popular. And then, you know, it was revamped with Frozen 2 in 2019. But all right. So before we jump stateside to talk about uh, the things that were discussed in the Disney parks here in America, um, we do want to make there was one other big announcement to a particular. Uh, brand within Disney that is near and dear to my heart, and that is Disney Cruise Line. Told us the name of its next ship. Uh, in the in the class of ships for the uh, Disney Witch and the Disney Treasure, they're going to be joined by their sister ship, the Disney Adventure. And I think this is a great fitting for this name um, because it is actually the first ship from this class that is um, departing from a port that's not the United States um, and not Florida either. Uh, And it's going to be deporting from, um, or it's going to be whatever it's going to be departing not deporting yeah same same difference Um, departing from singapore which is really cool um i know that they are moving one of the ships um to the to the pacific um that's going to do australia that's going to do from australia we're not really sure if this is going to be is this that big one that they brought out as part of another company that's going to look slightly different is that this one or is that different again i get lost on which one is which and all of that so we'll get more details but we know that there's going to be the disney adventure sailing as part of disney cruise line which is very exciting um and that was really all they had to say about disney cruise line correct uh, they talked about Light Lighthouse Point and oh yeah, um, that's right. But and then they gave um, they're calling the beach at Lighthouse Point Lookout Key at Lighthouse Point. But that's kind of all the information they gave um for us. Yeah. Uh, still don't I don't know if they've actually said which cruise ship is gonna start at Lighthouse Point once it's built, but or finished building. But we'll it see. will be fun. Yeah. Yes. Um, All right. So as we come to the theme parks here in the United States, uh, they generally don't do much in the way of announcements for uh, California when they do a destination 23 because uh, so because uh, there is usually such a heavy focus on everything that's happening out in California uh, during the uh, the bi-yearly. Is that correct? Sure. Uh, um, sure. 
a yearly um, D23. So, uh, but they did make one announcement for Disney's California Adventure. Have you been to Avengers Campus yet? Yes, we went. Um, so we went with the DDP uh, with the group, group this, there, yeah. this year. And so we definitely went and it was really funny. So they um, talked about the new multiverse attraction in Avengers Campus um, where they talked about King Thanos. And I remember them announcing this ride last year, but I kind of forgot about it. And then they right. showed the they showed the outside of where the ride is. And I was like, oh, that, we, it's there. Oh, we were, yeah, yeah. So, so it is fun when you, those things happen. Yeah, so it looks like the outside of the ride is pretty much done. Um, it's just, they were using that as kind of like um, Dr. Strange came out of there a couple of times, I feel like, right. for his for his meet and greet. Um, so I think they're just still working on the inside, probably right. computer stuff, um, coding sure, and stuff. Sure, computer Sure. Stuff. Yeah. yeah, we did get to see the ride vehicle, though, which was yeah. pretty cool. We got, some, we got some animation of, uh, well, a... Uh, uh, a, a picture of the of the um of the ride vehicle uh, as it kind of looks like it's jumping into the multiverse and it, yeah. uh, the picture kind of has a little bit of a feel of um guardians of the galaxy how you jump uh through their through their I space port, through, their, yeah, <laughs> through their jump points um but this is different again and this is entering the multiverse so we'll we'll wait to see more about that uh however lots of news for what is the largest part of DDP today's uh, um, listenership that uh, heads to Disney World. Um, and as we jump into this, we're going to discuss um, things that people are passionate about, things that people are upset about. And we're also going to touch on the fact that a lot of these things are also still in that design concept blue sky phase with very little confirmed uh, as we go through it. Um, First thing that um, on my list that a lot of people were excited about, um, generally very excited about, um, is a Pirates of the Caribbean themed lounge was the word <laughs> they were using. And I found that really interesting. I was like, well, we're not calling it a restaurant. We're not calling it like, so what is it? Um, and, and then the big question becomes, is it going to replace Tortuga's Tavern or something like that? Ah. Or is it a whole new building unto itself? There's seeing, there could potentially be a little bit of room over where Pirates League used to be. And we didn't get any of that information that everybody was hoping for. So, um, Pirates of the Caribbean themed lounge thoughts. Uh, so I like when they announced this, I thought it was really fun. Like I, um, I thought Mike, who's a big Pirates fan would really like it. I kind of wonder, mm -hmm. um, if it's going to be now they can't do what they do at Disneyland where they have the blue Bayou restaurant inside the Pirates of the Caribbean ride. But right. I thought like, and I don't know like what things look like on the inside and if there are like a forced perspective, but the outside of Pirates of the Caribbean, it looks like it's a two-story building at least. So like, could it be inside, could it still be inside the ride? Just like a, a new way to get there. Or I didn't even think about Tortuga's Tavern. So, so I know what the inside of that building is, and there really isn't much in the way of space. As you said that, though, the only other thing that jumped out at me is um, uh, Pirates League that I mentioned, but also down along the side uh, where the grab your pirate map challenge mm -hmm. aspect is before you get to the Golden Oak 
yeah. um, uh, where they sell uh, chicken and waffles. Um, uh, somewhere down through there, maybe there's yeah. uh, there's space outside of the building that's still officially kind of in the edge of Adventureland. There, um, so there's options, but it'll just be interesting to see where. They because yeah, say... there's not much inside. Yeah, they did say. Hold on, that they were bringing. It, it sounds like it's a character type bird uh yes some kind it's of like, it's just the concept but concept art once again but it looks like it's a it's a pirate parrot it has a it's it's green and has a peg leg and has a pirate hat so, so are we gonna get an animatronic maybe 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 or well maybe speaking of animatronics <laughs> maybe uh speaking of animatronics um there are some animatronics getting an overhaul just on the other side of this building I'm so excited about this. So um, here's the thing is, so my daughter, Sophia, she loves the singing bears, as she calls them. Singing bears, you gotta love them. So uh, Country Bear Jamboree is getting an update. Um, From what it sounds like, it's an added act. So I don't know if they're like, just adding more to like it's gonna be like a little bit of a longer show or if the whole show is changing but the bears are gonna now be seeing um our some of our favorite disney classic songs but of course to a country bear um uh oh my gosh genre yes country themed style of like yeah influence on songs that we know and love um here's the thing Uh, given what uh given the overhaul of um of splash mountain and taking away some of those things that were a little controversial uh mm-hmm. one way or the other um and we're not getting into the politics of it um but um given uh given that aspect and the overhaul that's happening there for Tiana's Bayou Adventure um for about the last 3 D23s or Destination 23s or for about the last five years, I've personally thought that Country Bears was on its last legs. I was waiting to see it like, because as uh, as the world changes and as the Disney company changes with it, uh, we have seen them moving away from some of these more um, interesting uh, verbiage choices. I mean, there's some songs in that Country Bear Jamboree that I'm I sit there going, you can't say that, can you? Okay, yeah, you just did. And then there's the one where they where they might be able to get away with. You're like, are those three girls saying what I think they're saying? Yeah, they put the words on the screen. They put words on the screen so that you know that every man who turns me on turns, turns me, down. me down. Oh my goodness! <laughs> so I've I've felt this was coming, so I wasn't surprised. Um, I. I think they might keep some references to the original. Um, but I mean, that show is pretty much unchanged for 50 years. Yeah. It's well, so, opening day. Like mm-hmm. it's a classic. And so, yeah. I was talking to my mom about it today. Um, so she does not do Twitter or X or whatever. Um, okay. And she she is a member of the DDP Today podcast Facebook page. Yay. Um, What's but, your mom's you know, name? Uh, Claudia. I don't know if Claudia posts. Hi, Claudia. I she I have never seen her post. Maybe she has. Okay. I just missed she, it. And she can watch. That's okay. That's the beauty of our yeah. of the family is like Absolutely. some people just want to be there to watch. But one thing that she told me, so when she found out that Sophia or when she witnessed that Sophia loved country bears, um, 
that was her dad's favorite. So my grandpa's favorite attraction. So today I was like telling her about it. And we talked about, we talked about that same song, the three girls singing uh, uh, an appropriate song for children. And she was like, you know, that was, that was my dad's favorite, but he had, he hadn't seen it since the 1970s. Like when it was, when they went as kids. And so I was like, yeah, I don't think any of the songs have changed since then. But they pretty much unchanged. <laughs> so, so, I um, mean, Big Al sings about an accident or I don't know, was it an accident? <laughs> no, it's an accident. That's a massacre of some description that happens there, surely, right? That's how I, I always be... interpreted that. Okay, all right. Um, So we were told that Country Bears are getting an update. Yes, they're going to sing some Disney classic songs. I think I wrote something down that I wanted to say. Uh, they did a... A, a little preview of the bare necessities. I I don't know who sang it. I was like, is that liver lips? Because they're they are, it's not the original people who record it. No. But this person did sound like one of the bears that one of the bear animatronics. So yeah, they're going I think to they're get some, to, yeah, some I think good impersonations to, of it. Yeah, it could yeah. stay with the yeah. I mean, if liver lips doesn't sound like liver lips, that's when people will get upset. So he better yeah. still sound like liver lips. And um, Big Al better sound like Big Al. Come on. Right. Um, <laughs> so really fun uh, side note while we're talking about it. Um, Henry, the main bear that uh, yes. is the host, um, his voice, and I can't think of the man who provided his voice right now, but his voice was actually provided by my friend's grandfather um he was actually a satirical country music singer in the 40s and uh and the 40s and 50s uh he is um he is in the country music hall of fame um and he yeah the guy that provided the voice for henry um and so yeah my friend uh her family are uh were like oh they're probably going to re-record these elements but like it'll it'll be his legacy leaving uh, the magic kingdom but yeah so um a cool little personal story there yes. of uh, one of my dear friends um so a couple of other things that i didn't put on my list that i just want to hit really quickly we were told that Hatbox ghost is coming we know where it's now going in the haunted mansion and it should be arriving november question yes. <laughs> that's what they said and also they so there was one like controversy that people were like talking about and they like made they like worked around they announced the work around it so the hatbox ghost is coming um it, they said like in that hallway right like never in right hallway. towards the beginning of the of the of and, the attraction yeah and there were lots of people who were kind of annoyed or like mad about it because they're not supposed to, we're not supposed to see any actual apparitions until after Madame Leota's room, um, the seance room. And they said the work around that was that it was because those are happy haunts that we see after the seance room. Mm. And the hatbox ghost is not a happy haunt. He's an unhappy haunt. See, I don't necessarily agree with that because, I mean, we see the shadow of um, the piano piano player. player. We see Um, the hand in the coffin. Yeah. So, I mean, there's always going to, apparently, you're going to have some traditionalists that are going to argue back and forth and people get passionate about these things. So we try not to get into that too much at DDP today, but we are excited for Hatbox Ghost in it. coming that's that's for certain um here's before we leave magic kingdom the thing that surprised me most is we got nothing 
on what they were referring to as beyond Big Thunder Mountain. Yes. That was the news that came out a year ago. A year ago, everybody was talking about, oh my goodness, we're going to retheme Frontierland. It's going to spill over to Big Thunder Mountain. And then we're going to have Encanto and other elements and um and villains land happening around the back. And there were crickets on this yeah. subject yesterday. They- they somewhat I don't know if it was during the panel yesterday or if it was some other time, but they did address it and said there is still room back behind Big Thunder Mountain. And that was pretty much all they said. That was all that was said. <laughs> that and was everybody all that was went, said. Okay. okay. Like, yeah, great. Yeah, we know there's room. There's a lot of land back there. Like, yes. what are we doing with it? And mm-hmm. they're not committing to anything or talking about it at all. Or maybe maybe Josh got in trouble for talking about it too soon last year, and so maybe. he's not allowed to talk <laughs> about it. Um, all right, checking back on my list, where are we headed now? We are headed across to a theme park that had a very big day today because they dropped some big news uh, <laughs> for Joe Q yesterday. Like he, he lost his mind yesterday. I, I have every faith that somebody texted him as soon as the announcement was made. And I, I, I hope he had spare underwear with him because he <laughs> probably got that excited. Okay. Um, Epcot as of 10 AM, 9 AM this morning now has a figment meet and greet. Here's what I loved about this announcement, though. For those who didn't watch the live stream or were not there in person, this was literally the last thing that they announced. And so yep. they're like, Figment meet and greet is ready. Here, here he is. And then they're and they're, everybody's like, Woo! like wha- whooping and hollering. And then, like, I mean, cameras are panned back. If this was like a TV show, it would have been like credits rolling. And then they were like, he will be tomorrow. And like everybody lost their minds again. <laughs> uh-huh. Yep. Um. So, yeah, that, very exciting. Uh, he as a result of that, I think the my understanding is that the entertainment cast weren't like uh, nobody knew when it was being announced and sometimes they do soft openings for these sorts of things. Um, there was a little bit of a hope that there may be a soft opening and the announcement completely blew that out of the water. It wound up with a five hour wait today. Uh, almost as soon as the announcement happened, one of my friends posted to her Facebook and said, uh, the crazy figment ladies already lined up in the parking lot for tomorrow. And uh, like, because there's some, there's some people who are very passionate about it. Now, here's the thing. Everybody loves to give me grief that I hate Figment. I don't hate Figment. I just don't have the emotional connection that so many others do. Uh, We know Joku loves it. um, And, and Hey, you can't. And somebody, when they first said that this was happening, somebody was like, Oh, Dave's not going to like this. Hey, Anything that gives the guests the opportunity to engage with something that they're passionate about, I am all about that. So um, very excited for it. Um, I will be interested to see the longevity of it mm-hmm. um, because is it a character for Joku? It's a character that he will want to see every single time he goes to Epcot. Is it a character that I want to go and get a photo with Figment? Do I need to see it every single time? Probably not. And so it'll be interesting to see um, because we've seen, who am I thinking of? Um, What's the stuffed bear, Mickey's bear? Duffy. 
Duffy and his girlfriend, uh... insert name, um, yep, uh, who have come to visit and they've been there for an installment and then they've moved on. Um, yeah. So it'll be interesting to see if uh, the longevity of Figment uh, stays um, and it will be interesting to see how that plays out. I hope that the longevity of Figment does stay. And here's the reason why. Not because, so we don't have a Walt Disney World trip planned. We're hoping to go next year after baby comes. Um, yep. Because we also want to get Amelia's first haircut. She was like bald yeah. until like the past two <laughs> months. And then all of her, all of a sudden her hair has just grown. I have and, blonde children as well. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and she, um, so we're, we're hoping to do her first haircut, but um, we just, we just don't know like timing wise right now. Oh, I we'll have go. no doubt that it will be there for a year. I oh yeah, for years. sure. But, but is it five years? So I want it to continue not only for Sophia, because this is one that Sophia would love to as well. She chose for her souvenir in February when we went in February, the Figment popcorn bucket. Amazing. Like, it was like it's a solid day investment. two. It was day two. And I was like, if this is like, and that was the only time we were going to be at Epcot. I was like, you get no other souvenir. And she was like, this is what I want. And we were this like, this is it. Fine. Purple Dragon. What's yes. not to love? At um, least it wasn't a nine hour wait for a popcorn bucket. Very true. It was just a mobile. It was just a mobile order, which this is sorry for this tangent real quick, but she is liking the nostalgia stuff without having any Love of it. the nostalgia. Love it. Love uh, it. I and like uh, Country Bears was not. I don't really. I know we had done Country Bears. So before my mom yells at me again for saying that we didn't do something that we actually did, I do remember doing Country Bears. But like it wasn't something that we did every time we went. Um, same with Fig Journey into Imagination with Figment. Like it wasn't like something that was like I have to do this every time, right. so she's not getting this nostalgia stuff from me. I promise you, and he, she's okay. not getting it from Eric because Eric didn't go. His first trip was in 2015, so not getting it from Eric. But um, what I was gonna say is, I hope that the that this meet and greet stays busy for at least two years. So then they could be like, hmm, maybe we should update the ride of Journey into Imagination. Uh, because that's something that people have been asking for for a while is like revamping it. Yeah, but then there's the question of be careful what you wish for because it's never going to please everybody. And it's very true. It's, yeah, we'll, we'll see how that pans out. But I feel like they could have a little bit more freedom because Figment is now is an IP and they don't necessarily have to put more IP into it. Like they don't have to pull from different movies. Or yes, this is shows. true. He is an IP unto himself now. So yes. interesting. So we don't yeah. need Professor Brainyard or anything like that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Making an appearance. All right. It'll be interesting. Um, that's not the only meet and greet, however, that we're getting at Epcot. Oh. This was a big announcement. This, there were some people very excited about this. Um, and that is that Moana is going to be joining the Journey of Water uh, presentation uh, that takes place there in the uh, forecourt area of Epcot. Um, a Journey of Water is about to open. And when it does, yeah. um, Moana is going to join them. October 16th is when it's opening. So that is so cool. And I know Charlotte was able to go and visit it. How excited is she to hear that? Like, not only does like that, all that cool stuff during Journey of Water, but now you can meet Moana too. 
you can see her. So yeah, no, we're a big Moana family. We we love Moana here, so we're very excited uh, for Moana's uh, appearance there. Um, just another added element to uh, that. All right. Um, I think I'm going to move these next two out of order because we're going to talk for a few minutes about that other one that's next on my list. Okay. And we're going to come to that <laughs> in a second. Um, hey, uh, one attraction that we got told is getting an update. This is locked in and it's happening. We got some concept art. This was not a blue sky. This jumped immediately to, uh, and I can tell you why uh, in just a second, but this jumped immediately to a this is happening. Test Track's getting an overhaul. I am excited about this. And I'm excited. I did not look too much into like what the, so if you know more details, I would love to hear them, but I am a, I am with Mike on his opinion that the original test track was better than this one. I, um, I was one who liked this is one reason I fell in love with Disney. You the know, original we went, version had like the crash test dummies. Yeah, to I it, felt it? like yeah. we were. Yes, I felt like we were. This is this is why Rock and Roller Coaster used to be my fate. One of my favorite attractions in Tower of Terror. Like I felt like I was stepping into the story. And so even though test track, like they were saying, you are going to be testing these cars, and yeah. then like and they and they walked you through each test that you were going to do and like they still kind of sort of do those types like I get why it's called test track because we are testing our capability and and mobility and the and the green like the green effect of our car quote unquote and so but I loved the first one so I'm excited like and they used to have like the cobblestones and everything like I felt like it was more like testing a car like the tests that they go through (laughs) right well we don't really know exactly what this overhaul is going to be here's what i know and here's well and it's not even that i know it's just that i understand how these things work sometimes um and that is that there's so much red tape um when they're prepping a new ride disney is and who's paying for what and budget lines and um and then approvals on uh, artwork and then uh, actually turning it into a full-scale attraction and all of this and then and then they start building it and then they start and there's all these steps that they have to go through um, whereas with an attraction like uh, Test Track we were also told that uh, Chevrolet is going to uh, continue its sponsorship was mentioned in it and the minute they say that that frees up a whole lot because that just means that the company is like we're buying this. We're putting our name on it. This is the budget line. We're doing this. Make it happen. And so that's why this has kind of come out of nowhere. Is it just got, they're like, and Test Track's getting an overhaul and it's going to start now or whenever it does. Like it's yeah. not too far off. Like they're, they're making moves with regard to this attraction. So, um, so yeah, so that's basically the, the peek behind the curtain on how that works and why this is a different process to some of these other things that they're talking about that are just lofty. Yeah. Mm. I do kind of hope I do like the from this new or from the current test track. I do like that you can make your own car if you stand in the standby slash fast lit or fast or lightning lane lightning line. Oh my gosh. Don't know what just happened there. You're good. 
But so like if they can just create, like just kind of mesh those two things together, that'd be great. <laughs> right. All right. Um, last thing at Epcot that we're going to talk about is something that is near and dear to both yours and my heart because we were the two people that were up in arms when they announced that they were taking away Harmonious. <laughs> yes. Um, <laughs> and so we are going to get a replacement show over at uh, Epcot, which means Epcot Forever will be going away, not necessarily for forever because it's a a gap-filling show, even though it's mm-hmm. called Epcot Forever, which upsets me. Never mind. Um, we are getting <laughs> Luminous? Luminous? Luminous. Harmonious? Luminous, yes. I got to say the original word. Uh, Luminous. Uh, Symphony of Us. And it's going to open uh, December 5th. This is Which exciting. Is so soon. Like I... it's it's one of those things where you go, oh, December, and then you go, oh no, we're already like we're in September, like we're yeah, it's happening, like we're moving. So um, yeah, it is three months away because we we're already past September fifth, so October. Now we're November, losing December. the we've we've pretty much lost the Stargate and Tacos, as I liked to refer to them, um, yeah. that were in <laughs> the. Tell me, I'm wrong. Yes. Um, uh, so no. yeah. <laughs> Stargate and tacos are gone. Um, so it will be interesting to see how the fireworks display uh, is utilized there in the middle of that. Uh, yeah, because they, they, they said they were using fountains, lasers, and um, screens. I think they said screens. I I might have made the screens part up, but I do know they said fountains and lasers. And so I mean, I'm like, it's a Disney fireworks show, so it's definitely going to have uh, um, fountains and lasers. So, right. Um, but yeah, so we'll see what that is. Um, by all reports, the music is recorded, um, right. and it's called uh, "Symphony of Us," which maybe lends mean? itself back to what does that mean? It maybe <laughs> lends itself back to the 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 story of Epcot and the world united. Oh, um, but so somebody we loved made a harmonious joke. because it incorporated uh, the IP element, and so we'll wait to see how that pans out. I will say the thing is, it doesn't even have to be IP. It just needs to be beautiful music. (laughs) And so that's that's only requirement. Yes. It just needs to be beautiful music. Um, I, there was this joke on Twitter and it was like luminous. How can we combine illuminations and harmonious? And so you get luminous. (laughs) Yep. So they're uh, not wrong. They're not. Yep. They are absolutely not. So I'm excited. Um, I'm not a huge fan of Epcot Forever, and I think part of it is because I don't recognize all of the songs um, that were in Epcot Forever. Correct. That's, I don't have the emotional connection to Epcot Forever, but you get somebody who was there for opening day or worked there yes. 20 years ago, and they are losing their mind for it and more yeah. power to them. Yes, um, I preferred Harmonious of the two, uh, personal preference. So yes. we'll see if Luminous is able to hold its own and maybe appease everyone. That's not going to happen. I was going to say, like you said earlier, there there's no way to make everybody happy. So No, you're never going to achieve that. There's always going to be some people that are upset. So, um, but here's the thing, can you can like try. something and like something else better. You're allowed to like more than one thing. You don't have to. Yeah. You know what? Enchanted when they added or enchantment. Sorry, enchantment yep. when they added the Walt stuff before. Uh, stunning. It made it a whole different show. And now, would I put it up there with Happily Ever After? No, but it's still it brought. I still the, liked it. 
Yes, exactly. Yes. So, so no, it tied it together. It put a bow on it that should have been there from the beginning. So I can like enchantment, but still like happily ever after more. Who cares? Correct. That's just human nature. Yes. All right. So with that in mind, um, things that are going to potentially upset some people. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, there were some big announcements of potential options maybe coming to <laughs> DAC. Yes. <laughs> Disney's Animal Kingdom theme park. Um, they spent a lot of time talking about Animal Kingdom. Um they did. and and it, okay, so here's okay, I'll get to that in a second. Uh let's talk about what they're doing. Um Tree of Life is getting a change because tough yes. to be a bug. Um it needs to needs to make way, make some room for something else that is coming. Um there was some and it's hopefully not as traumatizing. <laughs> Um, maybe something big and scary will drop out of the ceiling. You never know. (laughs) Um, but, um, what's wrong with that? I love that bit. Um, (laughs) no, I said, that's one thing I said to Eric. I was like, the only thing that stinks about this is that now we won't be able to traumatize our kids. They they won't go through the initiation of Correct. Stuff all all children should. You you sit there, you don't tell them what's happening, and then you deal with the tears afterwards. It's just good fun. It's a rite of passage, dang it. Um so it's even more uh, fun with adults though, like Oh yes. Oh yeah. No, I've seen like full grown adults stand up and run from the theater. Like it's a thing. Like um so we're going to get a Zootopia in uh show in Here. there. Here it is again, and, Zootopia. Right? I, I told you it was going to make another another appearance. Um, I am here for it. We discussed earlier that we both like it. Uh, um, I think it lends itself to that situation. Um, I think it falls in line with the theme of Disney's Animal Kingdom theme park, the nature element, the animal element. It's important. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, it'll be interesting to see what message they choose to tie in there and how that's going to how that's going to impact that particular attraction. And honestly, I feel like a Zootopia show makes more sense in the Tree of Life, even though the Tree of Life ha- has some insects carved into it. Yeah. Um, but, but it's about all the animals. It, yes. Yeah. So yep. I think, um, I will say when I first saw this announcement, so we didn't watch the live stream because honestly, I forgot about it until I saw something on Facebook and I was like, oh, crap. Um, so when I first saw it, I I thought it was replacing the Finding Nemo show. So oh, yeah, no, they only just redid that. They're not gonna. I know. Change well, that that's again. what I, I thought. Right. I was like, no, huh. No. Um, no. but yeah, Zootopia so- the musical though, interesting. Um, yeah. well, and here's the thing. Uh, is uh, so I actually didn't watch it either. I'm dealing with other emotional stuff that I chose to tune out from it and decided to watch it later. Um, I, we don't need to discuss my baggage right now, but um, <laughs> I um, I was a little surprised because we knew that something Zootopia was happening, but we thought Zootopia a year ago was going somewhere else. Mm-hmm. And now we've been told that's not going over there. Uh, yeah. And that's going to change in a different way, which brings us yes. to the next thing that they talked about. And that was a big, big change happening uh, in the area, which will eventually formally be known and forever in my heart be known as Dinoland USA. Um, yes. 
So I feel I know like I'm the- one of the only people that wants to defend Dinoland USA. And so come at me and hate me for it. But um, it's one of those things that once you learn the story of Chester and Hester trying to cash in on, on the, on the, the the boom of dinosaurs in the area on uh route 66 it's a really fun little story and i know i know mike gets upset because he's because he's like i don't want to have to pay for games to win a toy and i'm like you're gonna pay for the toy anyway at least get like an experience out of it and also get a toy coming out of it as well um yes it's a little carnival-y yes it's a little gaudy and all of that i get it but yeah dinoland usa (laughs) You know, ever since they shut down and tore down, I can't even... Uh, um, Yeah, um, Quirl. Yeah. Yes. Swirl, whirl, whatever. Yeah. It was... Don't get me wrong. I hated that attraction. Yeah. It was an eyesore. It was terrible. And it, like, and I'm really good at riding rides. I used to do it (laughs) professionally, but, like, um, that is, like, that thing would make me sick as well. Like, it was not way up there on my list so uh they just we knew that something was gonna come we just didn't know what it was gonna be and we still don't really know what it's gonna be i feel like the only thing that was confirmed if i if you can even call it a confirmation was that it's gonna be tropical americas and so really quickly it just came to me it's primeval world not primeval world world, world. yeah (laughs) um but yeah tropical americas so okay so when i think tropical americas i think rainforests and right i mean i guess that's about it is yeah that's the the tropical part of the tropics of america of the americas so then they gave us they say that's what they said tropical americas and then they were like there are two things we are considering Encanto or Indiana Jones, <laughs> which. And I was like, okay. So, I mean, I can kind of understand Encanto a little bit. It takes place in South America in the jump in and the, in the Encanto, they form a jungle around the tower, but then also Antonio, his room becomes a rainforest okay so yes sure ish indiana jones now i am once again the first to admit that i am not a huge indiana jones fan oh okay we we did not watch it growing up i have seen the first three that's all you need yeah and (laughs) i mean you can see the latest one as well number five fun as well yes go watch four anyway his uh, name means the beef moving on it does it does I, but he he was the, he was the action star at the time sure but anyway <laughs> so from what i remember indiana jones a lot of stuff happened in the desert am i imagining that like i mean certain aspects of it happened in the desert like they're over in egypt at one point but then yeah. particularly temple of doom a lot of it takes place okay. in uh southeast asia okay where they eat monkey brains at the beginning but that's if you not remember tropical americas that's also not tropical americas that's i'll give southeast you that asia yeah okay so yeah 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 um but you know once again, I here's the thing. If they here's the thing, um, if they're taking away 
the dinosaur element of the entire area. Suddenly the dinosaur ride no longer makes sense. Mm-hmm. And the ride is identical to uh, Indiana Jones out in California, which mm-hmm. means they can literally bring it across, shut the ride down for three months, do a cosmetic overhaul on it, and uh, and and give us Indiana Jones, which might question mark fit better. Okay, but here's the thing: is so people are all up in arms about that. And I'm, st- I'm like, nothing has been confirmed. It is there- people are acting like it's confirmed that Indiana Jones is going to replace Dinoland or is going to replace Dinosaur the Ride. And I'm like, that's not confirmed. Like, now, I don't know what they would one do. The, one of the pieces of artwork definitely has um a Indiana Jones vibe of a building overlay over the top of where we know dinosaur is currently located. So I understand how they got there, but you've also got to remember that 12 months ago, that entire area looked like Zootopia. Yeah. We were talking about a, uh, a change to the, to the dinosaur ride that had you speeding through the streets of Zootopia in a Jeep with a uh, flash, the sloth. Yeah. Like that was that was what everybody thought was going in over there. And 12 months later, that's all changed. Zootopia is now in the tree of life. And which is why right at the beginning of this, I wanted to do the whole look. We got a lot of blue sky concept ethos putting out their style announcements, but nothing really hard that and tangible with regard to this. So here's my question. Um just kind of, it's a little bit off topic, but I remember a couple months ago, you were talking about Epcot's big expansion and how it seems like every every park has gotten a big expansion and it seems to be going in a cycle. So do you think this expansion now, technically Magic Kingdom should be the next one to get the big expansion, but do you think they're just skipping Magic Kingdom and going to DAC for the big expansion? I think now that, uh, okay, so going back to my original thing is that, uh, what was it? I think it was seven or eight years um, ago, we got uh, New Fantasyland and that triggered a four park visit to, because we jumped across to uh, DAC and then we got Avatar, um, mm-hmm. uh, Pandora, the world of Avatar. Uh, and then we jumped across to um, Hollywood Studios and we got uh Toy Story Land and Galaxy's Edge. And then we jumped across to Epcot and we've had big expansions with Guardians of the Galaxy and Ratatouille and things like that. Um, and we're finally getting that middle area finished soon, question mark, um, with uh, Journey of Water and Moana. Um, I think there there's so much and we're getting, we've got now Bron and we've got Splash Mountain happening to Tiana's Bayou Adventure, which I love that the acronym is TBA. Moving on. Um, thank you. I like it. Yep. You'll never look at that again. You'll nope. be like, oh, yeah, it's to be advised. Good. Um, so oh, I think to be announced. To be announced, whatever. One of those. Yeah. So TBA. Um, so, um, so we've got a couple of smaller aspects there, and they've teased – beyond a big thunder mountain but i think that's such an epic expansion that it might have moved further down in the list particularly with the way the concept and development aspect 
is dragging its feet. And particularly with the uncertainty of Disney in general in Florida, like there's so much going on with that. There's so many uh, elements at play um, and not getting into the politics of it. It's just some giant question marks. So they're not wanting to double down on that and, um, and give too much away um, the moment where, and similar with this, that they're like, Hey, this is now what we're thinking, but we're not getting anything locked in because of Mm -hmm. all of these, all of the uncertainty and all of these question marks. Um, The only other thing that I wanted to mention about the animal kingdom expansions is that, um, one of the guys on YouTube that I um, that I listen to occasionally um, when I'm bored um, had an interesting statement where they were saying that the theming of Animal Kingdom is one of the most consistent themed products that exists within Disney theme parks. It has been that way since 1998 when it opened and we had Joe Rohde at the helm for so many years that kept everything smooth, consistent, even with the introduction of uh, Pandora, the world of Avatar, there's still this conservation element that goes into Mm it. And now that Joe has stepped aside and there are other people that are able to do maybe what they have been trying to do and he was potentially hypothetically keeping them at bay um we're now seeing a movement away from this overall theme now zootopia fits a little bit because it's still animals um but indiana jones doesn't fit at animal kingdom Mm -mm. there's a reason it was the dinosaur ride and it wasn't the indiana jones ride originally and then encanto has a rainforest in Antonio's room. Right. That's the, like we're stretching to get to a to a consistent theme there. Like you know and- what I would think would be better, which it won't be because it's one of the like worst rated movies, Pixar movies, is the Good Dinosaur. Oh, I love Good Dinosaur. And it is underrated, but yeah, it so didn't hit. It it didn't, but like if you. If you stand at a certain part of Dinoland USA and you see Everest, that could be the mountain that's in the yeah. distance. Yeah. And although Good Dinosaur is also not necessarily about conservation, it, it does have a message about letting animals be with animals. Now, You're here right. in Good Dinosaur, the animal is the human and not the... Right. And not the dinosaur, but you know, they kind of flipped that on its head a little bit. Yeah. Yes. Um. Yeah. So, but it's just. And an then you interesting... could still keep dinosaur. Just yeah. throwing that out there, Disney. Like, come to me for ideas. <laughs> hey, I'm over here, says Cat. I'm helping. <laughs> um. But yeah, so it's interesting to see um what that will be and what that will look like. Um. So. Some big announcements, um, a lot of concept and blue sky ideas continuing to be put forth. Um, Destination 23 had some really fun, thought-provoking ideas and even a few meet and greets that we got told about, uh, which is very exciting. And whether you're getting a meet and greet with Figment, Moana, 
um, a meet and greet with the uh, the queens of Arendelle over in uh, our parks uh, around the world. We've got some of those meet and greets happening. Um, or whether you're just excited to be taking a picture in front of uh, some of these incredible uh, options that may potentially be coming, or maybe you're looking to grab a photo in the middle of Luminous. However you get your photos, whatever you're doing with them, uh, we want you to make sure that you go across and join our DDP Today Facebook page and post them there, which brings us to Mike's favorite thing every week, and that is Picks of the Week. Picks of the Week. It's time for <laughs> us to get our Picks of the Week. One of these um, days, I hope he includes when you guys are like seeing that and not the actual. <laughs> you do it like, every week, so. I know, um, one of these weeks he's got to do it and just surprise everyone. <laughs> just forget to include the the, the audio. Picks of the week. Picks of the week. It's time for it's time us to for get us our picks of the week. All right. Well, as um, we, this is a going out as an official DDP today episode. So as the guest here, I know you're always here, but you don't get to do picks of the week with you. So with the way you do it. So um, Kat, who's your pick of the week? Well, uh, I love picks of the week and I always, um, I always love enjoying hearing who you guys pick, but this time I'm going to kind of cheat a little bit. Um, Christina McSheffrey's daughter, Lucy turned 13 a couple of days ago. Um, so she posted a picture of Lucy and here's why, here's my number one reason I'm shouting this out. Lucy is wearing a big owl shirt in her, the picture. And it was, there is blood on the I, saddle blood saddle. on the saddle yeah uh, so i really like that but then you know uh, they showed lucy's gifts which were some lego sets and uh christina posted after her birthday her completed sets which are uh, mickey and minnie lego um it looks like statue or figure not figurines but like statues and then also a camera with some film coming out of it which you guys all know how much i love my classic mickeys and um so th that's why you're my pick of the week Fantastic. Uh, a big happy birthday shout out to Lucy turning 13. Uh, congratulations. Um, and yes, you can always count on Christina to uh, share some amazing news and some great pictures. Um, if you got to pick which was ultimately two posts um, because there's not too many of us uh, on this episode. And I want to give a couple of people a shout out. I am going to, uh, I'm going to pick two posts as well. Um, I'm going to uh, give a shout out to um, Mike Mimic Minick. Mike Minnick, um, sitting in his own um, Space Ranger um, mobile um, and firing two guns simultaneously. Um, it's not an easy task, and I'd like to know if you got... Uh, if you a did your research and listened to the episode that I did a couple of years ago on how to become uh, a... What's the terminology over there? Uh, galactic hero. Hero. There it is. Thank you. If you became a galactic hero. And did you become a galactic hero on both guns? Yes. Uh, so um, Mike Minnick with a shout out there, um, acting like a little kid um, in a candy store. And then my second one is going to be an actual little kid, um, not in a candy store, but eating her dinner. Um, a shout out to... Uh, 
Benjamin Waldman uh, posted a picture of his daughter sitting down for dinner. He said that mum was mum wasn't home, which meant he was in charge of dinner, and it became a Moana picnic. Uh, little one sitting in her high chair um, with watching um, the the heart of Tafiti floating in the water. Um, wonderful. Um, big shout out to both of them. They're my picks of the week. I got multiple this week just to just to make sure we gave some shout outs. So uh, fantastic. Um, a couple of things we wanted to mention. Our big thing, of course, right now is um, our Sorcerer's Running Group and the uh, charity that we are now partnering with. Um, Basecamp do an amazing job. Um, they are a inspirational um, organization that has existed for 40 years that, um, that create home away from home opportunities for um for children and families that are facing challenges that the average person hopefully never has to go through um with a particular focus on kids um that are having their second or sometimes even third cancer diagnosis uh the impact to the family uh and what they do over there is tremendous uh it uh Base camp just do an amazing job. Justin and I had the opportunity to visit them, and fundraising is now underway for our sorcerers uh, running group uh, for um, for marathon, marathon weekend. weekend. <laughs> yes, verbiage words talking. I should do this more often. Um, but yes, for the marathon weekend uh, in January, you don't have to be running. Um, you can click the link, go across, set yourself up for a team, uh, start talking about it to your friends. Uh, we know you talk about DDP today to your friends. This is now your new segue to say, well, I'm not going to annoy you with why aren't you listening to the podcast, but I am going to tell you that you should be contributing and helping out an amazing organization um, with Basecamp. Um, our new partner for fundraising uh, that we're very excited to be working with. Um, I think that was the only major thing that I really needed to give a shout out to. Um, thanks for coming on to what's going out as a regular episode, but gives us an opportunity to chat about uh, some news that you always handle for us, Kat. Um, I truly appreciate it. Yeah, thank you for inviting me. I was very um yesterday when you called me and was like, hey, what how about just doing it as a regular show? I was like, absolutely. I love joining you guys. Um, you know, usually when I join the DVP, there are a little bit more guys, but you know, that's this right. was that's we we there was a nice balance for us today, yes, just you and yes. I doing our thing. So um <laughs> any closing words? No, just um be on the lookout for since there was since this is going out as a normal episode, um look out for a news episode. Hopefully coming soon. There were some really fun announcements, especially out in Disneyland that I um that I wanted to chat about. And so we will um do another news show here shortly. Excellent. Amazing. Yes, we but I mean this has been an hour of us talking about uh all sorts of fun things that were announced for the Disney parks. And um I you know I all always want to get involved in that conversation as well. So um thank you for joining us. Um we hope that um that everybody is excited for some of the potential options and those things that have been confirmed coming out of destination 23. Um and we look forward to more announcements. Um 
that will continue to come out and maybe some of these things confirmed as we as we move forward uh exciting news always abounds uh at disney and uh it continues to shape and change the experiences that the guests get um so we're excited for what's next so to speak uh with that said uh i'm aussie dave we've had cat and this is ddp today we hope everybody uh has uh is having a great week make somebody smile and we will see you real soon on behalf of the disney dads we want to say thank you we hope you find a little magic in your life every day spread some disney love and keep moving forward and they all lived happily ever after each of us has a dream a heart's desire it calls to us And when we're brave enough to listen and bold enough to pursue, that dream will lead us on a journey to discover who we're meant to be. All we have to do is look inside our hearts and unlock the magic within. Ready to begin. Let the wonder. And that's a wrap. This has been YDF Media Productions.